Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. Our guest today is Brett Shuttleworth from Technodrome Digital. He chats with Simone about financial literacy, the delivery of training services, and his involvement with Lot 14 on the site of the old RAH. Okay, so today on our Seriously Social podcast, I am joined by Brett Shuttleworth from Technodrome. Brett, thanks for coming along today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, Maybe let's just start with the Cliff Notes version as to how you find yourself here today and what you're all about. Sure. Um, This is my fourth state. Now I call Adelaide home. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've enjoyed uh, living in Victoria, far north Queensland and New South Wales and you know, I really love the idea of working from home. And for me, the more that I get to do and the more that the world changes, the more I get to do work from home and work for clients yeah. across Australia. So. so what kind of clients do you work with? Uh, RTOs, education mm-hmm. organisations, universities, uh, yeah. help people out with things like security. And also I um, work with people to figure out how to train their staff better and work with their staff Awesome. Hmm. Have you found um, going through the pandemic and everyone's kind of completely recreating uh, themselves to a degree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what have been the really big changes in the training world when it comes to training staff and that that issue around you know hybrid work from home and work from an office and things like that? I think I think one of the big things is that they're actually changing the training packages for helping oh, okay. people to present electronically and digital and really bring in that tech whereas a lot of the time they would push people to just have things done uh, in person only or you know be able to uh, to work with people so their assessment is is only done in the workplace Mm -hmm. Um, but of course if you divide parts of the task out you can do some in the workplace some electronically so it's about helping people to understand you know learning management systems and things like that better so So I think it's um it can be challenging. I know as a trainer myself, I don't enjoy delivering virtually no. because it's quite draining. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the things, you know, that people can put in place that perhaps allow them to maintain connection and engagement as a trainer? Well, one of the best things is forums. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, being able to communicate, it's still a form of chatting, a form of communication. People mm-hmm. love to text and yeah. get that response back and, and be part of a thread. And so that usually is a great way of being able to connect. And of course, scenario-based situations Mm -hmm. where you give people that two-way opportunity. So taking the synchronistic approach to including things like Adobe Connect tech and those sort of things. So So I don't know anything about Adobe Connect tech. So give me the novice version of what that can do. You know Zoom? Yep. It's like Zoom. Oh, okay. It's just like Zoom. It's just... um, a little bit more secure in mm-hmm. some parts, but yep. it sits usually inside a learning system. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty standard in the RTO world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people use Accelerate or mm-hmm. Moodle or yep. those sort of things to, to be able to, to support their students. So. What, what do you think the big challenges are for the registered training industry in the next, you know, like 12 months around um, those hybrid methods of delivery and evolving training packages. Building new relationships, you'll appreciate this from your background, mm-hmm. building new relationships with those students. Yeah. So how do you build a relationship with someone who, you know, previously if you're bringing them online from an environment that was physical, mm-hmm. it's doable Yeah. because you have that rapport. Yeah. But then how do you create that new rapport 
with that. Yeah. You know. and there's some new tech coming out that, that allows those sort of things, but still they're developing. It, the, the real challenge is the two-way communication. So mm-hmm. everything is one-to-one, yeah. not one-to-many. Ah, okay. So yeah. how do you get many-to-many relationships? Yeah. So if you and I and were having a conversation with a third person and we were breaking away, yeah. how do we then have individual conversations while still being in the same it's very hard. Room. Yeah. And that's one of the challenges I think that whoever overcomes that next will be a millionaire. Billionaire probably. <laughs> Quite possibly. It's a huge, huge challenge. So. Yeah. Um, what are the most exciting things, you know, as a business that you're working on and in in the space? Um, I'm fortunate to work with Radio Adelaide at the moment, uh-huh. which is really exciting. They're doing um some good things. It's going to be a real great uh, next twelve months for Radio Adelaide. Yeah, um awesome. Like any organization, as an NFP, they had a challenging 2020. Mm. And then artists and how do you work with um, with people to sort of um, move into a digital space. And, mm. and they did a really great job at moving almost all of their radio uh, production wow. uh, digitally. That's amazing. Which is huge. I mean, yeah. you couldn't probably drag some people in there yep. 10 years ago. No. But now people are just wanting to be part of it. So yeah. that's a really good thing. Well, it's interesting because the um, pandemic definitely forced me to embrace technology on a whole different level. Sure. So I'd had things on my wish list for, you know, years. Oh, one day I'll do a podcast. One day I'll start interviewing all of the interesting people yep. that I know. Um, and so when that all happened, I ordered, you know, like a really basic kit, did some Googling and stuff. Um, and I didn't unpack it for two mm. weeks. Like I looked at the boxes and I was that scared of the tech. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to touch it. Um, and then funnily enough, Chris, my lovely sound engineer, mm. uh, who also happens to work in the hotel, yep. was walking past and he goes, oh, you've got a blue Yeti, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, so you know what these things are? Mm. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, would you like to unbox them for me? He's like, really? You don't want to open the box? I'm like, nope. I don't want to open the box. But if, if you'd like to set it up and show me how to push the buttons, that would be but fantastic. It, but you've got all those people that have been for years yeah. working with tech or yeah, working and enjoying that. Mm. And I think it's a great opportunity for people to find a new passion. Yeah. And some people, they can just, like I said to you, I, I really do get to enjoy doing what I love and, yeah. and that makes a difference. So, so what are the um, exciting things... Uh, coming up for Radio Adelaide as it evolves. What are you excited about well, in that process? We're hiring eight staff, which wow. is great. Um, yeah. Not all of those are full-time, but mm. it's one of those... Uh, uh, in this next period, I think there's going to be a real opportunity for people to sort of take that traditional radio that people... Because a lot of people don't necessarily listen to radio anymore. Mm-hmm. And they don't always get their broadcasting for radio. They get them from podcasts and yeah, things like that. Absolutely. So it's about looking at how do those... Uh, entities change the way they deliver and and the way they engage but ultimately it's about how do we engage the listener better yeah and and of course being a training centric organization Mm -hmm. um, it's really about improving that overall standard and that overall output for people in in the radio you know in the media industry but also in the radio sector as well yeah I think that's a really big challenge for those people that are um, not even just in radio, but if you're looking at starting your own podcast, yes. it's the whole marketing piece that goes behind Absolutely. it that can be yeah. quite... A lot of people go, oh, you just do a podcast and you come up with a good name and you put it on 
Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Spotify and Stitcher and, and all those things. And, but then you've got to do all of them individually. Yeah. You've got to do this one and this one. Yeah. Being able to distribute that is, is an important part of your podcast. Mm. And people go, oh, I just sit there and they don't, do I need a sound technician like, yeah. like Chris? You know, yeah. Do you need all these people involved and engaged in what you do as well? Yeah, so. and I, I find it's, um, it's easier if you have help. Of course. So like yeah, I often think that you know, if I if I didn't have three businesses and and a host of people that could help me to do things, mm. I would um, go and find some friends and go, all right, let's all do separate podcasts or podcasts together, and right. then you know split the difference. One of the fortunate things when I started a podcast in 2017 was mm -hmm. it was really, I was fortunate. I had a brother who, well, I have a brother. I had a, I have a brother <laughs> who at the time was helping me out with the sound. Yeah. And it really made a difference. Mm. But then when I went to go do some of those activities on my own, I went, well, I really do appreciate my brother. It's, yeah. you know, he, he did so much of that back end mm. uh, aspects that, that was there that I hadn't looked at. And I think yeah. that, like you said, even if you wanted to, Go down that path of starting a podcast. I think it's an opportunity that maybe you grab a couple of friends, yeah, and you help. Maybe someone points the camera, maybe someone helps yeah. you out with something else, and and build on those skills themselves as well. Yeah. So. Um, what is the most exciting um, part of being back in Adelaide on a permanent basis? For me, I think Lot Fourteen is a real epicenter of what's yeah. coming. Absolutely. And I think that Adelaide in a whole is is got so many things. During this last 12 months, I think while everybody's taking a break, mm -hmm. I think we're running rings around the rest of the of Australia. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. I find too, all the business owners that I talk to mm. um, have, uh, as much as I hate the term hustle, but they've hustled hard yeah. for the first quarter. First quarter is coming to an end or has come to an end. And uh, every business owner I talk to has looked at every single opportunity that's presented itself, Absolutely. turned over every stone. Yep. They're all really looking forward to the Easter break. So yeah, yeah. Just... as we all are. <laughs> but, but I think it's a real opportunity that perhaps that hungriness was not, not there for everybody. Yeah. You didn't have to be. You could be a yeah. little bit apathetic when mm -hmm. times are good. Yeah. But it's usually when times are tough that... It builds character. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone who has perhaps been a little bit apathetic and doesn't know where to start in terms of building those networks and getting out there? One of the easiest ways is to to start with the whole concept of, of listening to the podcast, listening to people that you, mm -hmm. you like, you enjoy, and then connecting with them. I think yeah. that's one of the – a an important part. But more importantly, if you can put yourself out there, I think – in South Australia, you can get out there and meet people physically. Yeah. There's nothing that replaces replaces that. But I think you do it on passion. So if you find something that particularly likes you and you really love WordPress and that's where yeah. you want to go and meet someone, then you should meet them doing that activity. Yeah, if you okay. really enjoy cooking, go and meet them doing cooking. Yeah, Because those relationships are going to last longer than if yeah. you try to you know, sell some something to someone when you yeah. rock up to somewhere. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I was having a conversation with some of my B&I members last night, a roundtable dinner, and I said to them, I said, the trick is um, work out what people love to do when they're not at work. Exactly. And then find common ground and then find a way that you can go do that together. Mm. And that is building relationships rather than selling to people. Yeah. And when you have those relationships in the bank, when you need help, you can ask. And I think they take time to build. Mm. I think everybody wants everything Yes, quite quickly yeah 
And the biggest thing is this time around, build a war chest. Make sure you've got funds yeah. on the side for those tough days. Yeah. I think financial literacy is a is an important part, and it I'd really love is. to see that built more. I'd love to see some um, more. What's the word? I guess training for startup businesses around mm. financial literacy, because I know for myself. So having three businesses now, I've gone through the pain of startup of a couple of yeah. times. Um, and the first time around, there was no advice out there about year one looks really good because on paper you didn't make any money. Sure. And then year two, your accountant's going to send you a massive tax bill at the end of the year if mm. you haven't had conversations with them about mm. how much money am I making? Exactly. How much money am I about to need to pay to the yes. government? Um, and then, you know, the double whammy of when you go on to quarterly um, IAS yes. statements and things on top of that. It's just, yeah, we don't, we talk a lot about the glorification of lots of aspects of business. But. Yeah, look, everybody, because everybody thinks, well, a lot of people do think that it's, you know, you've got to go around saying today was great. Today mm. was great. Business is fantastic. I'm doing really great, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But some days and weeks aren't always great. No, they're not. <laughs> In fact, I very much built a blanket fort last week and didn't want to speak to anybody. Right, exactly. We have weeks like that and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But it's also then about taking that responsibility and looking at what do I need to know? Yeah. What's still missing in my business mm-hmm. that I need to, to grasp? And then, yeah. you know, there are so many places where you can learn, you can find trainers, you can yeah. work with people to, to bring up those, those skills and do online training or or work with people yeah. on those skills. Well, I think too, I love um, Adelaide's such a networking town mm. um, that you can literally just go out and say to someone that you're connected to on LinkedIn, oh, it's great to be connected. I'd really love to have coffee and learn more about who yeah. you are and what you're about. And nine times out of ten, that person goes, yeah, cool. Um, so long as you're not selling to them, they're no, happy to exactly give the right. time. Yeah, so. yeah I, I'm, I think that a lot of people live in Adelaide may not see how many opportunities really exist in in Adelaide versus perhaps some of the other cities um the population slightly smaller yeah you can get around it quite quickly yeah and so being able to connect is is a lot easier in this town versus versus Sydney maybe yeah Sydney Melbourne yeah Brisbane states um so on that note that's a Really good way to finish. Thanks, Brett, for joining me today on the couch and having a chat about all things interesting. You'll find all of Brett's uh, links, his LinkedIn profile and the like in uh, the comments below so that you can reach out to him and learn more about what he does. If you're in the registered training space, definitely the man to talk to if you're trying to evolve your business, obviously based on what you've told us today. Brett, thanks very much. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Seriously Social. Check our website for the latest news, show notes, and for details about Simone's latest book, Confident Networker. You'll find us at socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast.